0: Hey, how you doing? Welcome to the Marky Worthington Comedy Podcast. It's the second part of the Ross Yeoman episode, uh, episode 21. Hope you guys enjoyed the last episode. This is basically a continuation of that, but, you know, it's just as just as good um, as an episode just by itself. So, whether you have or haven't, enjoy this episode. Remember, there's not many dates coming up, but I do have an um, open mic coming up at the basement on the 21st of uh, July this month. So head on down to that one. All the comedian spots are filled, so I've got a full lineup. One of the biggest lineups I've ever had for the basement, um, and we still have capacity for crowd. So come on down, check that one out. It's free entry, and it kicks off at eight pm. I uh, hope to see everyone there. And until then, uh, enjoy the episode. Cheers. But anyway, we should uh, yeah,
1: let's we should probably talk about talk about funnier things um you got, yeah, you got right, that first
0: oh, half was pretty funny we had to hit him with some fucking doom and gloom um at some point there's a bit of a like a give and take with this podcast and like if you're still listening at this point fucking shout out to you thanks for fucking <laughs> not hitting that stop button <laughs> no,
1: listen to these fucking idiots <laughs> yeah dude
0: well hey you you would know as much as anyone else being the uh longest serving member on the on the show
1: all right. So let's uh, say so you want to you want to dive into the hypotheticals. Yeah, yeah, yeah we'll do that. We got some hypotheticals. That,
0: um, before we get into that, I've got like one just normal question. It's not a hypothetical, and then we'll get into like a couple of hypotheticals. All right. Cool. Yeah. So uh, I guess we just smashed through, um, some of the, the doom and gloom, but now we've got some, uh, questions and hypothetical stuff, this one's a, uh, new one, I've got a new question, this one's, uh, one that I heard recently, and then I changed it up a little bit for the podcast, so I've got, um, I've got it's something that always co- crossed my mind, like, I've got, like, a bit of a mental tally of, you know, how often this has happened, but, um, have you ever banged someone or, like, been with someone? I don't know how to say it. Because if I say dated, then you kind of rule out a few people. I want to make sure I get everyone. Um <laughs> But ha- have, you, have you ever banged anyone that now has a kid? Uh, yeah,
1: multiple people. <laughs>
0: Ross is just like what since their first kid after I bang them or what like like if Oh you... oh,
1: oh sorry do, do you mean like have I banged someone who okay, I well, know has a kid
0: I have to change this um a little bit just for, just for this <laughs> I I wasn't anticipating this response so I'm going to have to change the
1: question <laughs>
0: have you have you ever banged anyone that um didn't have any kids and since you've been with them, they've had
1: kids? yes, multiple
0: yep, okay now that rules out all the all the single mums and shit
1: <laughs> dude one, one, one of the new bits that i'm uh, that I've been writing while we haven't been able to go up on stage because obviously I have an inability to talk about normal things um is is an abortion joke, um, just to make things light. Yeah. Um,
0: give
1: but everyone um,
0: sell- give everyone a braver from the tough material. <laughs> 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 this is for if you MC like a good interlude. <laughs> yeah, I, I, I
1: should do that joke and then bring up a woman. Like, <laughs> <laughs> well. Um, like a pregnant woman. Yeah. Like... <laughs> well, um. Right, you... So, hang on. So, so the key question is have I banged someone that has since that had a child? Yeah. 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 There's been a, quite a few of them. Um, and I think the reason for that is, um, the morning after pill and the fact that they probably realized I'm not someone they want to be the father of their children. (laughs) 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 So they have gone, nah, not this time. And then later in life, they've matured and they've gone, okay, this guy knows what he's doing. I'm good to go.
0: Yeah, exactly, dude. If there's any claim to fame for you to have out of that, it's just like, if it wasn't for motherfuckers like me, then they wouldn't have invented the morning after pill. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> i like, remember imagine being that guy that led to the invention of that because someone just realized that they were so much of a fuck up that they didn't even want to like <laughs> they didn't even want to carry the baby for any term yeah they
1: <laughs> didn't, didn't want to get into the abortion issue they just wanted to deal with it literally the next morning oh, over man. breakfast Have uh, you... i I'll, t- I'll, I'll, I'll tell you a true story <laughs> Um, when I was living in Melbourne, um, I was dating this girl. Um, and when I say dating, I mean like we're in a proper relationship. Yeah, yeah. Um, kind well, whatever. Um, but, um, no, we, we, we had, we had sex and then we realized, ah, oh, fuck, she might, yeah, she might get, she might get pregnant. Yeah. Um, don't need to go into the details, but, um, uh, I went to the chemist just down the road and i was like uh can i i need to buy the morning after pill and they told me a man can't buy that Yeah, and 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 i was like well why and literally the chemist told me because you might slip it in a coffee
0: holy shit
1: and i I was like fuck me (laughs) like society has lost its fucking rails. Like, and so I had to go back to the house. I, I took a couple of coffees back and I took her a coffee and I was like, I can't buy it because I'm a guy. You have to go buy it. I I, I can't buy it for you. Um, but, yeah, that really opened my eyes. And it kind of made sense because, yeah. like, if, if you were the kind of, you know, arsehole that would just go around, you know, raw dog and, and, you know, whatever else. Um yeah, you just pop into the canvas and be like, "Oh, uh, yeah, I need another one of those. Uh, you know, that kind of thing. Yeah. Um, and yeah. but um yeah, like, fuck that.
0: Let's, in in the chemist credit, they basically looked at you and said, Look, we're not gonna <laughs> <look."> <laughs> They they just basically looked at you and said, Look mate, we're not gonna let you spike a drink twice
1: <laughs> I thought you were gonna go with in the chemist credit. They looked at you and thought you don't need that.
0: <laughs> oh man! <laughs> yeah, yeah, exactly. They're just like, look, don't dude, pretend. You...
1: Don't, don't pretend you've been laid. Like, yeah, no, imba- I,
0: I just pictured that they that they looked at you and said, like, look, dude, if your girlfriend's pregnant, she's cheating on you.
1: <laughs> oh fuck oh man that's uh, this is what i love this is what i love about comedy is like the worst subjects are the funniest subjects yeah the,
0: hands down i think that there's some level of humor in stuff that isn't what everyone else says like if we were just getting on stage and saying stuff that like everybody found funny then it would be like just painting with a broad brush but if we can go on stage and find the one thing that people aren't willing to talk about and somehow make it funny then that's what makes it fucking what it is it makes it harder to do and more more of a skill
1: yeah i i I totally agree and i i think that's where the work comes in because you've got to do that in front of multiple crowds mm, mm. you know what I, you know what i mean like it, i i've never like i like i've i've eaten shit a couple of times but i haven't ditched those jokes because i have thought okay maybe that wasn't the right crowd and i've tried it again and it's worked and then it didn't work and then it worked again or you know whatever Um, but yeah, I mean, like comedy for me is like walking that tightrope of, you know, what's acceptable, what's not, you know, and, you know, the artistry comes in like how you handle that and like what you do with it. You know what I mean?
0: That's why I think that there's a lot of people that can get up and say stuff on stage. There's a lot of people that can you know have a crack which i recommend everyone that wants to give it a shot should but then you boil it down to the people that actually fucking um are comedians and yeah if i'm honest with you man i don't even like i call myself a comedian because um like we said before that's like wishful thinking basically like the difference between me saying that i'm a comedian and someone else saying i'm a comedian is fucking two massive differences
1: yeah, definitely,
0: definitely. Um, but me calling myself a comedian is like the first step towards someone else calling me one as well. So it's like I have to drink the fucking the poison cup to show to everyone that they can fucking like that. It's that they can too. <laughs> like, yeah, it, it's yeah. like I have to. I have to take the first step so that everyone else kind of does that as well but i also want people to feel that way instead of just doing it because i'm doing it sort of thing like i I want people to legitimately say oh yeah that guy's a comedian he's funny or whatever um and not like in a sarcastic way either because that's just fucking like that's just a recipe for
1: heartbreak yeah it's it, it's funny though like there's, there's a lady i work with She's got to be in her sixties, and every time I think I've crossed the line at work, she goes like another kilometer beyond that line. Yeah. Um, in terms of what she says, and I'm gonna to talk to her and say, "Come to an open mic." Like I reckon you would fucking crush it. Like yeah. she, she's brutal. Dude, how many
0: many fucking people do you think go through life that could have been great at something that just never gave it a shot? Like, I like to compare it, like, to beards, right? How many fucking people could grow an epic beard but just live their whole life being clean shaven and always wanted to grow one. It's the same with talents. Like, how many fucking people have a talent that they've always wanted to exercise but just never fucking actually given it a step?
1: Well, my, my housemate actually, literally this afternoon, um, said this to me. Um, it's a famous quote. He couldn't remember um, who said it. But, he, but it was... Most people um, – I'm going to butcher it. The gist of it is most people um, die at 25 and are buried at 75. Yeah. You know, so there's so much – like there's 50 years of potential that they could, you know, be – Pushing out into the world and and giving back or whatever that kind of thing, um, but they died at 25. Yeah, exactly. And you know, and, and, and I like when he told me that I was like, fuck me, like I'm 35, and I feel I like, I feel like I'm one of those like failure to launch type people. Yeah, yeah. Um, you know, and it, 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 I'm I'm genuinely going to hang on to that. Because there's so much that you can do, um, you yeah. know. Hang on. I,
0: anyway, I, just one second. Hang on. I, I love that.
1: I love that. Slight, like, like. Uh, I wouldn't even call it an interruption, but um, I, I listen to Bill Burr's podcast yep. or, re, like religiously. Yep. Yep. Um, and I love, I love it when his daughter and his wife come down and they join the podcast for like two or three minutes.
0: Yeah, yeah.
1: <laughs> <clears throat> and then he's like, All right, Nia, I gotta do the podcast. Can you fuck off. Like, yeah, yeah. You know, <laughs> or whatever. Like, yeah, and if you like, listen to some of
0: the throwback episodes where it, they hadn't been dating for as long and uh, you just, you can kind of hear how the dynamic changes a bit between them over years. It's cool. Yeah. Like, you can see that in some of the early episodes, he, he's, they're still trying to get to know the boundaries with each other and learn um, each other's sense of humor a little bit. But yeah. now, now they seem more um, connected, which is really cool. Oh,
1: it's awesome. And like so many of the, um, I tend to just listen to the Monday episodes as opposed to the Thursday episodes. Um, yeah, like I, I I love the way like people will write in and they'll be like, I really want Nia's perspective on this. Mm. You know, um, you know, and you'll be like, Nia, what are you doing? Come down here. This <laughs> guy's got a question. You know, he's not. He's in a hockey team and he's gay and he doesn't know what to do. And then she jumps into the podcast and it's, I love it. It's fucking yeah. It's one of definitely one of my favorite podcasts. Yeah, no,
0: it's it's really cool. It's one of the originals too. I think Bill Burr's Monday Morning Podcast is one of the OGs when it comes to like comedians that had a podcast.
1: Yeah, I think it, I, I think it's like him, obviously Rogan, Mark um,
0: Maron with WTF. Yeah
1: yeah w2f um yeah i think they were the and and the fact that Bill Burr is as big as he is now and he still punches out two a week
0: yeah
1: yeah like it you know you got to you know the man he's a he's a hard worker man
0: yeah man yeah. like and, and as I was saying before like I go into everything 100% and that's why I do it I don't know I, I I suppose you could say that I'm like a control freak but I I like to actually fucking see what's going on I I just wouldn't at this point maybe like one day down the track if I got to the point where I needed um assistance with some of the admin behind what i do i'd be inclined to like get somebody else to help me but yeah for now i like to actually see what i'm doing and put the work into it so then everything that i produce and put out has been done by me yeah it's yours yeah so like i kind of own that content i know that some people prefer to have people working for them or they don't have the time to put stuff into it his podcast's is very personal. It's just him talking. Um, you get an idea of who he is, no matter how long you've been listening to the podcast for. I I didn't start at the start, obviously, but you know I've been listening to the Monday Morning podcast for probably about five years now, and um, yeah, yeah, I feel like it gives me more. Perspective behind who Bill Burr is, and fucking when I watch his specials and shit, I'm like, holy fuck, this guy is fucking hilarious. And I also yeah. know his personality, which makes it even funnier, dude. I fucking watched him in The Mandalorian. He's in a um, Star Wars franchise tv series and uh, called the mandalorian and dude i was fucking laughing my ass off just like watching him act because like he fucking nailed it he did a really good fucking job but just because i i knew what he was doing leading up to the role all that sort of stuff it added that extra dimension to the character um yeah and yeah just like like the whole time he's like you know he's he's like running a fucking corridor with a gun and i'm like oh i'll keep your head on a swivel freckles as he's, <laughs> like as he's fucking acting is this fairly fucking badass character and, and i'm just going like you know laughing enjoying his character even like dude he's got like a small part at the end of a movie called daddy's home where he plays as like a kid's father it's so funny to just see him on in a movie and you're just like oh fuck yeah but like dude he's actually a fucking great actor as well so it's just like he's hitting it from all angles
1: yeah dude I mean, <clears throat> did you um did you did you watch breaking bad yeah 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 so he was in that yeah I, yeah yeah as a recurring character that was the first time i, I saw him in an acting role mm. and he's not playing that much of a comedic sort of character yeah um but he fucking nailed it. Yeah. Like it, You know, and, and he's one of those, like, like, you look at Jerry Seinfeld and it was like, you know, he had a really good career. He was going on Letterman and Leno and all that kind of shit and then, you know, got the TV show with Larry David and all that kind of thing. Yeah, Bill, Bill Burr's never wanted to be a, an actor. Yeah. Um, you know, like his agents probably pushed him into it and being like this will be a good thing to do you know get your name out there or whatever um but even in breaking bad which fuck i'm so old um it's probably 10 years ago now Hmm. um he was just so so deadpan in that and so good in it um, it,
0: it definitely looks it, like it comes naturally. Yeah,
1: and, and it's not something he's pushed for. He hasn't pushed for like, hey, get me in movies, get me in TV shows. I want my own. Oh, speaking of which, <clears throat> um, have you watched um, F is for Family? Yeah, yep. So yeah, season four uh, dropped, came out in yeah. Australia. Yeah, yeah. So I was watching that this morning and fuck me, he kills that 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 role so far like oh man the 80s dad that is just like angry at the world and has always gotten the you know the raw side of it and yeah
0: like that that character is fucking perfect but to be honest with you man that situation is legitimately sometimes just how i feel i'm just like of course like nothing just fucking works sometimes like i'll be just trying to do something and I'll be like, yeah, of course this thing's half fucked. Or, of course this fucking thing... Like, if I went to get a higher car, one of, the one I got would be the one that's fucked for some fucking reason. And I would just be, like, on the side of the road, fucking swearing my head off, just going like, of course, of course the one that I got is the fucked one. And it just seems that that character is 100% most shitty situation in my life. is just how that happens.
1: Yeah. He um sorry I'm just opening my squeaky door, um yeah I mean he 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 just nails it and and the eighties dad thing of just being like back in the day when you know standards were different where it was like yeah you can tell your kids to go fuck yourself and they wouldn't call child services yeah you know that, you know, that kind of thing. It, um,
0: it's got two fucking barriers. It's a cartoon, and it's set in the seventies. Like, so basically, they can get away with shit like that because it's, um, it's of that era.
1: <laughs> yeah, and he and he's the perfect. He he like especially like yeah, he watches early specials and stuff like that. And he was always you know described as the ag- angry comic or whatever else. He's the perfect person to. To play
0: that role, yeah. I reckon. Yeah, for sure. Um,
1: anyway, sorry. <clears throat> um, um,
0: <clears throat> quick fucking shout out to, um, to to Bill Burr. I know you're listening. No, nah, um, <laughs> a, a, a quick plug for a movie that I'm going to watch tonight. Um, King of Staten Island. That's his new movie. It came out today on all the streaming platforms. Um, it'll be the first movie that I'm going to actually buy on a streaming platform because it's not available on Netflix or anything like that, because I legitimately want to watch this fucking movie. It was the, the movie that, um, that Bill acts in, Bill Burr acts in, um, where he needed to grow his fucking mustache and he plays as a fireman. Mm,
1: Yeah.
0: I'm, I'm, Gonna buy that one and uh watch it tonight because that looks legit, man. I'm fucking and he plays one of the main roles in the movie, uh, not the lead, but like he's got a lot of screen time, so I'm fucking keen to see that one.
1: Yeah, that's a Judd, Apatow. yeah, Judd Apatow, yeah, yeah,
0: yeah. Um, but yeah, I'm sorry, we that. we went
1: in a massive uh tangent, <laughs> let's uh let's. Get this back to the ho- hypothetical.
0: Yeah, this is meant to be the questions, a hypothetical end of the show. Yet again, fucking shout out for listening to this shit. The, oh, there was a second two parts to that question, by the way. So we already covered has anyone that you've banged um, had a kid since? I'm also going to cover has anyone that you've banged or dated that was not previously married before you were with them gotten married since you were with them?
1: Uh, again, yes, multiple. Multiple.
0: Oh, man. It's like these are these are just like the warm-up questions for most people so I can gauge where they're at. So you've taken... um, Had a kid, fucking multiple. You've gotten married, fucking multiple. So, like, you've burnt through the first two fucking barriers. We're on to the final part of this question. Like, it's like when you uh, try and find so, someone's pain tolerance, you're like, yeah, easy, <clears throat> easy. All right, let's fucking hit it
1: with the last part. No, so... Essentially, I put that down to... I've, I've been with women and they've, in both cases, when, when it comes to marriage and children, I've been with women and they've gone, yeah, not rolling that dice, and then they've moved on and they've made better life choices.
0: <laughs> yeah. You could roll over next to a girl in the morning and say, like, hey, the good news is it's all up from here. <laughs> <laughs> how would you like to feel that the best part of your friday night was the lowest point of their life
1: <laughs> yeah exactly yeah it's like it's like jim jeffrey's bit about uh how he ranks like one to ten or yeah something. yeah he's like, he's a
0: five yeah. like you know
1: yeah uh, i've got him banging a ten the best part of his life worst part of their life yeah
0: yeah, yeah exactly yeah, maybe I subconsciously quoted that without, you know, parallel thinking, without um meaning to. It's that joke's similar, but it's not the same. He he has like his whole ranking system, um, about out of ten he's a five and um how he'd feel. Yeah, like waking up next to a three is how she'd feel waking up next to
1: him. Yeah.
0: Um it, it's a it's a full fucking bit. Go and watch the fucking special. I think it's on um Free dump or Bear. I think
1: it. I think the special is called
0: Alcoholicost. Oh yeah, no, yep. It's he's also. I have a fucking signed copy of Alcoholicost. That was when I seen him for the first. Oh time. wow! Yeah,
1: fucking awesome,
0: man. Yeah, no, he was um, one of my first comedians. I think the first comedian that I seen live when Alcoholicost came out.
1: That's awesome.
0: Yeah. So anyway, um. All right, now the final, the final barrier for that question. Let's see how, how whether you can blast through this one too. Yeah, I, I just literally. <laughs> Like so, we've gone through like the, the like the weed and coke versions of this question. We're just going straight for fucking heroin. So, <laughs> Let, let's, uh, let's I can't wait. To hear crack. This. Um, have you ever, to your knowledge, banged anyone who has since
1: died? Ooh, um, uh, not that I'm aware of.
0: Right. But yeah. I
1: did spend a fair bit of time in Southeast Asia. Yeah, right. so it's it's possible,
0: <laughs> yeah, right.
1: um, but I've I've never. It, to it's your the question is that, yeah, not to my knowledge. I've I've never been to an ex's funeral.
0: Yeah, yeah. No, I get that. Yeah, that's like so, it's one of those ones where it's like you don't you can never really tell. To be honest with you, it's potential that that's that is one that I can count on my scale because I have dated girls which I haven't spoke to since we broke up who the fuck knows that's why i'm not too sure how to word it but i feel like it the way to say it is to to your knowledge yeah uh,
1: i mean if 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 you were to ask like do you have any children i would say not not as far as i'm aware um you know what i mean like yeah yeah uh, it's a similar thing um so i mean it's possible i hope it's not um you know i hope they're all all alive and well (laughs) <laughs> um, <laughs> but, yeah, But maybe, like, maybe, I don't fucking know The only thing I can
0: conclude from this is You're somehow apologising for that Like, it's like, you know, well, hopefully I didn't drive them to kill themselves <laughs> <laughs> Hey, let's look at it hypothetically Like, man, if, if I was the lowest point of their life Let's just say that some people don't make it out of it
1: Yeah, so, so the options are... Uh, have you banged anyone that's got married, had a kid or killed themselves or died? <laughs> yeah. And I, I really don't know the answer to the last one, but I definitely know the answer to the first two.
0: Yeah. Well, the first two are definite yeses cause you fucking know that, but the last one is a maybe. So, Hey, let's fucking leave it open ended. But yeah, um, my answers are the same as yours. Definitely. Yes. And yes. And then not sure. <laughs>
1: Fucking hell, man! Men are just terrible, terrible people. Hey, man!
0: If if I had if I had a female guest, I would ask the same fucking question. So yeah, yeah. Um,
1: but I think she, I, I, I think she'd know. if She'd yeah. Anyway, the the difference is the
0: female guest would give a fuck. <laughs> <laughs>
1: Oh god! Yeah, there. I mean, there could be redheads running around in Cambodia that I don't know about. Um, yeah,
0: just if you ever get fucking hit up one day from a motherfucker that looks like Blanca, just with like just like no fucking <laughs> matching fe- features, but just with red hair. You know then... <laughs> You know that that's that could
1: be it. Um, well, I, I I had a mate that used to always tell me I looked like Guile but oh, without yeah, the muscle.
0: Yeah. yeah, dude. So I think I seen a photo that was you were tagged in that was like you when you were younger, um, and I was just like, dude, Ross had the same fucking hair his whole life.
1: Oh, <clears throat> dude, my mates give me heat about that all the time. I. <laughs> When I was in year nine, I decided I wanted to have dreadlocks. And so I had to grow my hair out. And so in my year 10 photo, I looked like a girl. Um, so I was growing it out. It's all blonde and shit. And then uh, it got long enough to be able to put dreadlocks in. And then I looked like Sideshow Bob. Yeah. So just popped... They just literally popped like palm trees out of my head. Um, (laughs) And then uh, the dreads just got so gross. Um, I had them cut off. I've had the exact same haircut ever since. I, I I don't know what to do.
0: Yeah, so at this point, you might as well just fucking shave it. Dude, I fucking... There's a lot of merit in that. Like, I dig that. I feel like every two years, I nearly completely change my look. But I feel like at the moment, I'm kind of been hovering with this same sort of look for like the last five or six But there's certain things to get new tattoos or something like that, more that are more like visible or whatever. Yeah. But I feel like you just kind of change around until you're happy with how you look and then you just stay there and it just so happens that you were happy with it early on.
1: I I wouldn't say that I'm happy with the way I look, I I would say that I just don't know what else to do. Yeah. (laughs) Like, like I, I have this ridiculous. Ridiculous, stupid, like, you know, I look like a fucking pineapple haircut. And, you know, I, I go into an office meant to be, you know, a professional or whatever else. I remember once, um, I'd never met this uh, this lady. She was yeah. a stakeholder from uh, uh, up north. And she came down to Canberra for a workshop and we met for the first time. We talked on the phone, email, whatever. Um, and the first thing she said to me, I walked up and said, "Oh, hi, X, you know, name X, I'm um, Ross." And the first thing she said to me was, "Oh, they weren't lying about the hair."
0: <laughs> and I was,
1: and I was just like, "Fuck you!" <laughs> like, like, really? Wow. That's how? That's how you want to start this out? Like, anyway. Wow.
0: Yeah, dude. Oh, well, I get that with the beard. Some people will just randomly know who the fuck I am. I've been just walking down the street, and someone will just say to me, like, oh, man, I'm keen for comedy on Saturday, or, like, I'm keen to fucking come along to the basement for the open mic, or... You know, um, oh, dude, I've been listening to the podcast or some shit, and most of the time I know that person because, like, they'll speak to me at an open mic or some shit. Probably about one every 20 people that says that is just some fucking person that I don't know but just recognises me from all the photos and already (laughs) builds this fucking mental relationship with me. To the point where they can just walk up and talk to me without me knowing them. They feel like they know me better than I know them because they listen to the podcast or watch my comedy or whatever. But I'm all down with that, man. Like I, I, I yeah, I, I'm just fucking glad that people are listening and shit. And people that just come up to me and talk to me, I'm like, fuck it. Actually, people are listening, which is cool.
1: Yeah. Oh, oh dude. Oh, dude. I um, I actually got recognised. Um. Uh, it was um uh oh, fuck, what was what was the, the latest um big boxing match? It was two heavyweights. The guy got carried in on a chair and the other guy came in looking like M F Doom with all the crap on him, like he had all the jewelry and the yeah, silver yeah. and stuff. Yeah. 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 Yeah, I was watching that fight with um with some mates and um I went and sat down at the table and a, a, a guy tapped me on the shoulder and he said, oh, are you, uh, are you that comedian? And I was like, well, what do you mean? He's like, oh, I've seen it Smith's a couple of times. And I was like, oh, yeah, yeah, I've done, I've done a couple of mics there. Um, but I didn't believe it. Yeah. I, because I, 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 I was out of the room and then came back and I I was so positive my mates would jamming me up. Yeah, that they'd that they'd said to this like random guy like, "Oi, when he comes back, tell him you know you've <laughs> noticed him or, or or whatever else." But yeah, I actually got noticed, and yeah. I was like,
0: "Yeah, wow." Yeah. yeah, dude. Actually, a few people that speak to me know me from Smiths, and it goes back to what we we're saying previously. If you do different comedy, it makes you more memorable. So that is why people might recognise you because you say, yeah. say something that sticks in their mind and they, they, they'll they just actually um, recognise you. They might even... Uh, like, I, I get this sometimes. Someone come up to me and they might not remember who I am. They just remember my face and then they'll quote me a bit that I did.
1: Yeah, wow. That's a whole new level of recognition.
0: I went to a bar one time and um, there was a guy in the line and he just turned around, he seen that I was standing next to him, and uh, he just quoted a bit And then, like, sort of shoulder nudge, you know, like that sort of thing. (laughs) And and I was just like, oh, yeah, (laughs) ha yeah. And then I'm like, oh, do do you watch comedy? And he's just like, yeah, that's how I remember you. And I'm like, oh, shit, yeah, cool, cool. So I I wasn't sure it was just coincidence that he quoted a bit of mine because a lot of my shit's, like, social observation. So I figured that it might have just been a coincidence. And he's like, yeah, yeah, that was what I was quoting. I'm just like, oh, shit, okay, cool.
1: Yeah, well, actually getting quoted is... um that's yeah that's
0: an accolade yeah well like when it's you know when it's like a canberra bar and whatever it wasn't a place that um like it wasn't a uh, it wasn't yeah it's not not
1: not, it wasn't not not like you were in new york and someone was like yeah yeah, i remember that (laughs) yeah yeah
0: it's like fuck it's it's not like crazy like the chances are pretty high for that happening it's just that someone actually did it which is cool but yeah well Move into some um, a couple of um, would you rather questions, the famous fucking closing bit of the podcast, which is the final fucking would you rather questions. A couple of these have been on previous episodes, but these ones I haven't asked you before, and I want to hear your fucking take on them. All right. Uh, so let's start off with. One of the... It's becoming one of the new staples for the podcast. Um, would you prefer to be the only human in the world able to run 100Ks an hour or the only human in the world that can fly at 10Ks an hour?
1: Mm. So there's pros... I've could Because I've heard this on other episodes... Yep. I've thought about this. Um, Obviously, pros and cons on both sides. If you could... If you could, so is it flying at 10 k's an hour or flying at 10 meters?
0: It's the speed that you walk at 10 k's an hour, but it's flying. Okay. All right. So, so it's basically in any direction. I suppose you could just float above the ground at 10 k's an hour. (laughs) You like wanted to try and find a
1: loophole. (laughs)
0: Um, the best episode okay. for loopholes is the Jack Taylor episode. We literally cover every fucking loophole in this question.
1: Well, okay. First off, my pick is hundred k's running. Yep. Um, that's that's what I'd go for. But the pros on the on the flying at you know ten k's an hour or whatever, um, is a if you timed it right. You could shit on someone like a bird. <laughs> yeah. you, know, do you know what I mean? <laughs> like you, you you could just be in a tree and then fly and then just hover above like some douchebag on a scooter and you could literally take a dump on him. Um <laughs> and, and that's fantastic. Um in my humble opinion. Um the other pro... That's on some the, fucking, on the...
0: like, major timing, though. Like, to be able to time that, that's a fucking art in itself, being able to time Oh, yeah
1: but, yeah, but you've got time to practice. Yeah, like, yeah. You keep to yourself. You just, you know, just random shit start falling out of the sky. Like, it's <laughs> not your fault. Dude, I um, can just
0: picture a montage of you, like, training those fucking skills. Like, you just got, like, a mannequin standing in the street... <laughs> <laughs> F- fucking eye of the tiger, playing, and you're just trying to fucking cue it
1: up. <laughs> dan, dan, dan. <laughs> just... um, okay, yep. so that so so that's one pro of the the flying. Yep. The other, the, and this is this is where I was really tempted to go with the flying. Um, you know how we have magpie swooping season? Yep. If you could fly you could take them on their own ground. Yeah. Do you know what I mean? So yeah, like, exactly. You could, you could let a magpie swoop you and then just fly up and just start biffing with a magpie and be like, it's all, it's all out now. You know, yeah, I dude, it would be like
0: the final cut scene of, like, fucking, like, Superman versus some other motherfucker, like, at the end of, like, a fucking movie, where you just both fly to- Like, it'd be like the end of a Dragon Ball Z episode, where they're just fucking floating <laughs> in the air, and you're just punching on with fucking,
1: like, with a bird. I, d- I just, like, you imagine the photos and the YouTube videos of a guy just, he gets swooped, and then... Floats up and just starts punching the magpie. <laughs> like, yeah, dude.
0: That-, that, that, that would be the first. <laughs> I feel like that would be the quickest way to just get your fucking powers banned. <sighs> Because all of a sudden, like, Guy finally gets his own back against a magpie to, like, local man endangers wildlife, native wildlife or some shit. Yeah,
1: yeah, um, yeah, you become terrorist suspect, number one. Yeah, and but, um,
0: but no one fucking questions the bird as to, like, why the fuck have you been doing this for so long? Basically, you created the monster and then you couldn't deal with it. <laughs> like the bird is created <laughs> through natural selection. <laughs> Only people that could fly lived long enough to take on the fucking magpies. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Um. Now, what's your no, yeah. what's your reason like behind choosing a hundred k's?
1: I'm just thinking of the magpie, like you know, following, like you were talking about, like being like. Black and white, white lives matter. Um, yeah. <laughs> just seeing, seeing a guy floating in the air, just punching a magpie. In the
0: head. Yeah, yeah. Um, just watch watch a, watch a zebra fight a magpie. <laughs> <laughs> no, so hey, if a zebra I would... fights a magpie, when they're finished, like you know those cartoons where like they just fall into like a big tumbleweed where there's like arms and legs sticking out of it when they're fighting. Yeah. Does it just break to see just a pure fucking like white magpie and like a fucking black zebra? <laughs> <laughs> yeah. You, you could just picture like a like a Looney Tunes cut, and then they fight again, and it's a fucking black magpie and a white zebra.
1: And then they fall off a cliff, and there's that oops Yeah. Meep, meep. yeah. Um, okay. So. <clears throat> So the reason I'd, I'd picked the being able to run at 100 Ks an hour, yep. I wouldn't tell anyone that I was able to do that. And what I would do is commit as many crimes as I wanted to and then run to a location and make sure I was seen on CCTV. Yep. So, like, I could hold up a botlow in Civic, run to Belconnen. And be on camera in three minutes. Yeah. And and what? How how, how are they going to prosecute? You? Like, <laughs> it's like yes, your DNA is at the scene, but you're also physically present. You know, thirty yeah, yeah. kilometres away. You Wait, know.
0: why would your DNA be at the scene? You're not used to robbing places, so when you do, you just fucking get so nervous you puke on the
1: counter or some shit i'm glad again. you went i'm glad you went with puke there i thought i thought you were gonna go blow the waist yeah. um
0: yeah yeah one of them one of them is like so nervous because you've never done it before the other one's so excited because you found your <laughs> <new> favorite thing
1: <laughs> but but no like it, if you could if you could run one hundred k's an hour and no one knew about it, it would be amazing. And the the thing I would do the most is freak out kids. It's just like there'd be a kid walking to school Ross, and I'd You walking... uh,
0: you're, you already do that. Yeah, I know. <laughs> I'm I know. just fucking with you. This whole episode's basically been me roasting
1: you. <laughs> <laughs> we gonna. We're going to have to do it. When it opens up, we're going to have to do a roast
0: battle. Oh, for sure, man. I'm I'm keen for that. I think the basement's a perfect venue for
1: it as well. Oh, for sure, dude. Dude, if you can get us on the main stage for a roast battle, that'd be unreal.
0: Yeah, I I feel like that's a long-term plan for main stage. I, I think we could definitely start at rear stage, but it could become a front stage thing. One thing that I have to remember with roasting is like, it's, it is, it's, It's usually a smaller crowd than a standard um, comedy night because it's more selective humour. But the crowd that does come is more loyal. So
1: we could, yeah, you could build like
0: a a a following of people that enjoy watching the roast battles that would just consistently come along. Yeah,
1: I I I think in a roast battle it'd be similar to like a rap battle. It'd be it'd be the hardcore enthusiasts, like it'd mostly be other comedians that wanted to see who bested who and yeah, that that kind of thing. Like the public wouldn't really give a shit, you know, because i know this about you or you know this about me or whatever
0: yeah yeah um, I, i've I've heard some fucking great roast jokes that were never used like just talking to other comedians in town and they've told me like oh, i had this really good one written but i didn't get a chance to use it or something that i thought of after the roast battle that uh, i think the last one was at the phoenix so it's been fucking ages since there's been one on um but yeah i I know uh, Bill Make and I had him on the first episode. He's due for another fucking appearance on the podcast, but um, he he ran the first, the the last one. Um, it'd be good to like get him on board for the next one too. I I've talked to him about it, and uh, it's definitely something that could happen. So I'm fucking I just, the the biggest thing with that is, um, in, in in the Canberra scene, I think in any scene really, you don't want to tread on any toes. Like, I know that Bill ran the last one, so if I was going to hold another roast bottle, I'd want him to either be on board with it or be happy for me to do it. Yeah um yeah which is just how i run things i tend to try like i i always try and be courteous of other comedians and things like that like you know asking permission for like photos before i use them and giving shout outs when i can
1: yeah you're you're remarkably generous in that regard um like even the photo you put up for our our last podcast like you asked me can i use this photo and yeah that kind of thing um but you've also got to think about like, who do you want to, who do you want to team up? Like, yeah. <clears throat> yeah. Cause you know, sometimes who, who,
0: you use like luck of the draw, but then other, like there's different pairing options. Yeah. For example, when I get asked to do gigs and things like that, I have, although, like I said, I'm all, I, I do all this by myself. I don't have somebody, I have help from other comedians by asking them advice, but as far as actually doing stuff, I do it all myself. Um, and to be honest, like, I wouldn't be able to do what I do today without advice and help and support from other fucking comedians, but when I get asked to do supports and shit, I have a fucking blurb and photos and shit that I send to people to put on posters or do write-ups or, you know, links to my, um, certain accounts online, like social media and all that sort of shit. So, yeah. I, did, I prefer to ask people, you know, if I can use something because they might have a better version of a photo that I can use or they might have a link to, like, something or they might have, like, original files that they can send me. So, it's always... It's not just because I want them to tell me... I want It's not just because I want them to know that I'm using something. It's also, like, better for them and me I can get their info because they'll fucking send me stuff that might be better quality or better versions of things that i might just have online you know like if you just yeah. take a fucking picture off facebook um and it might not be the best fucking representation of that person you know Yeah, it, it's not always it's, it,
1: it, I, I, I think the way you the way you manage things like you know the room i scene, the podcast everything you you show a level of respect to the people that you're dealing with yeah. um and I, and I and i think that garners you a lot of appreciation in terms of knowing that you know this not this guy's not gonna you know take some fucking five-year-old photo of me on facebook and put it on a poster or you know whatever mm. um you know and I, I yeah so i think what yeah, I think the the way you approach what you do um definitely has has built like a level of respect around around what you do.
0: Oh, fuck yeah, thanks man. Uh, yeah, I appreciate hearing that, but it's just I I do to others as I would want done to done for me, so that's just how how I roll. But the one one pro, well one thing that I have noticed about how I run it is sometimes you'll get people that um, I might not agree with, or have issues with, and, um, a lot of the time, I'm like, all right, well, fuck it, like, if someone fucks me over, I'm like, all right, I'm done now, like, I, I'm fairly dismissive for people that don't give me respect, which I think is how most people are, but, um,
1: yeah. Yeah, I think, uh, I mean, that's pretty natural, yeah, like,
0: all right, um, yeah, but anyway, fucking cheers, man. Um I uh I got
1: so, yep. so the last uh hypothetical.
0: Yep, I'm I'm up the, to uh, up to up to the last one, man. I've got um I've got okay, this one here, it's another staple in the podcast. This one here is um would you prefer to pry your thumbnail off with a fork or put a toothpick under your toenail and kick a wall?
1: Fuck me. It's just so brutal, so brutal. Like the fucking the
0: best response, the first initial response I ever heard. The funniest one has been Jack Taylor, where he just like fucking like it was just you could nearly feel the pain through his fucking like the sound. (laughs) Man, I fucking love having Jack on the show. Man, I definitely need to do that again. I. It's, it's you and I that were talking about not having just comedians on the show, but also having like people that I have com- good conversation with as well that kind of um, made me think more about having other people on there. But, yeah, so that was his response, man. What do you think?
1: Okay, so explain it again. So, yeah, you, you pry off your thumbnail with, the with a fork.
0: fork. You can take as long as you need to do it. Uh, you need to do it in one sitting, though. You can't just fucking keep going at it. Um, yeah. Or, toothpick under the toenail, kick a
1: fucking wall. Yeah, okay, so... Because... There aren't other rules stipulated around this. I would go the thumbnail. Yep. But, what I would do first... Is chop off my thumb.
0: Would you actually lose a thumb before you lost a thumbnail?
1: No, I'd just chop the thumb off clean. Yep. Then then I'd rip off the the thumbnail real quick on an amputated... Thumb. Thumb... Thumb... (laughs) Yep. Thumb knuckle or whatever the fuck is left over, right? I'd just do that real quick with a fork. And then I'd rush to the hospital and be like, reattach my fucking tongue. <laughs> um, but there's no fucking way in this world I'm doing the toothpick in the toe.
0: Yeah, dude. not happening. <laughs> dude, imagine if you hit it crooked, like it just went up through the nail or some shit.
1: Oh, dude. There's so many ways that could go bad. Yeah, dude. Like... Oh, man. <laughs>
0: I, I, I do have one criticism about the thumb thing, though. Like, what if they fuck it up? Like, they just never put your thumb back on. Also, what's the fucking pain related to cutting your fucking thumb off? Like...
1: Oh, well, let's trim this out of the podcast, but... Well, no, I've, nah, fuck it. I've, I've done the joke on stage. I've done a bit of self-harm. Yeah. Um. you know, you you do it, you deal with it, you know, it's... It happens. Um, I'd I'd happily chop the thumb off, then well, rip off.
0: But the the thumbnail's just not really like like. What what if what if taking the thumb because you've never done this before, right? So what if you realised that like. Cutting like just ripping off a thumbnail was like some sort of fucking pleasurable experience for you. <laughs> like,
1: well, Why I, I, I can't imagine it would because it would take, it, it, like, the, doing the toothpick on the on the toe. Yeah, that's quick. Yep. You know, it's a fast pain, and then you go and get sorted. Um, but if I just, you know, chop my thumb off. Yeah. And then deal with that, which is you know gonna require some cause, I assume. Um, and then <laughs> I pry the pry the nail off the off, off the thumb that's no longer attached to me. Yeah. That's not gonna hurt. And then hopefully, I can get to the hospital in time. Dude, imagine if you so just got to- some
0: fucking phantom thumb pain, like as you're taking the nail off. So. You- <laughs> <laughs>
1: <laughs> like it's at I that moment I...
0: you realized that you fucked yourself over because you have like both the fucking pain
1: yeah i figure figured my my body would be in enough shock to just sort of like okay you've lost a finger yeah you know tamp that down and and then, like, while, like, it, this is the problem with being single. Like, if I had a wife, I'd be like, all right, get ready. You know, bang. Yeah. And and then she could deal with one thing I could deal with the other. Yeah. But as, as a single person, it'd be like, all right, chop off the thumb. Now somehow I've got to stop the bleeding on the stub. Yeah. And I've got to get the fork into the thumbnail. Yeah, yeah. And, yeah, it's, oh fuck it! it it's, Maybe I'd do the toothpick. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, exactly. You just
0: you you fucking go into um, you go into the ER. You've just got a missing thumb and a toothpick in your in your foot. You're like, yeah, no. <laughs> the fucking the the shock just got to me, and I forgot which one I said I was gonna do.
1: <laughs> oh man! All right,
0: well how about this? Okay, so what's to say that once you attach the thumb, it isn't going to fucking hurt after? They're putting all the shit back together anyway. It's not like... it just It's not like a fucking file transfer. If you just cancel it, it never happens. The, the shit's going to reattach and it's going to fucking hurt. It's not like... Or what if it just re-downloads that pain? Like, you just fucking attach it and it's just like... Oh, by the way, we forgot to tell your body that this is going to fucking hurt.
1: Well... I mean, isn't that why we have an opioid epidemic? True, so you don't feel it anymore? Yeah, I I have no dramas about that.
0: (laughs) Well, why don't you just fucking do it the other way around? Cut off your toe and hammer a toothpick into it.
1: Oh, that's a good idea. Yeah, I need a toe less than I need a thumb. (laughs) I didn't even think about that. Yeah, okay, all right, fine. Axe to the toe... Then I'll slam it into the wall.
0: No, dude, and then... I'm picturing, like, Toe facing up on the bench and you've just got, like, a, a toothpick sitting on it like you're about to put in some fucking roofing nails and you're just tapping the other end of the fucking toothpick with a ball paint Oh, God. <laughs> fucking
1: oh, man. I, like, I don't mind Just horror films. Oh, dude, Toe's not attached, grim. though.
0: It's just sitting there on the fucking bench. You just... Tapping it in. You just got, like, a bandage. Oh, I've
1: cho- oh, oh okay, I've chopped it off. Yeah, yeah, okay. yeah,
0: toes off. You're just sitting there, bandage on your foot, fucking just tapping away. You got, like, an apron on and shit. You got your fucking... You got, like, the glasses, like, the dude that made Pinocchio and shit. You're just fucking standing there. <laughs> <laughs> like, you're telling it, like, oh, one day you're going to grow up and be a real toe. <laughs>
1: <laughs> you know? <laughs> whatever i i I, think i i think it says a lot about my personality and the reason i'm single that in both of these scenarios my decision is chop off the digit that is involved and then deal with the problem
0: (laughs) yeah yeah exactly you're like no the the reason that um dude i just think that like all right Kicking the wall pretty quick, ripping off the nail, fucking takes a while. Somehow, he turned it into a fucking shit show where it's like just the worst possible. It's just like, oh, so why are you missing a thumb? Oh, because I had to take the fucking nail off it, so I cut off my thumb for. <laughs> it's like, so if, if everybody had to go through this process, right? So there's a room, you have to choose thumb or toenail and there's like a hundred people lined up, okay? And then on the other side, everyone's just sitting there with either a bandage on their toe or a bandage on their fucking thumb. (laughs) And they're just talking about which one they chose and why. And you just come out on a stretcher with a fucking gangrenous fucking digit. (laughs) (laughs) And they wonder what the fuck happened to that dude. You've got, like, no thumb and a fucking toothpick sticking out of your foot because you're like, oh, I didn't take into consideration that the shock would fuck me up to the point where I couldn't have fucking, like, what's what's that shit called where you're like, um, oh, fine motor skills over the control of a fucking uh, uh, instrument. Oh, man.
1: <laughs> so, in your scenario, there's two camps. There's the... Uh... There's the thumbnail people, yep. and there's the toe people, <laughs> and I'm... I'm <laughs> you're, you're
0: somehow down the fucking middle, and they're just like, we don't know where to put this guy.
1: No, no, it sounds like I'm like the third-party <laughs> electorate in the US that knows it's not going to win, and <laughs> yeah. is just like trying to garner votes by being like... Come on, I don't have a thumb.
0: (laughs) Dude, you're in the pile of people that just pushed out and walked away, but they're like, hey, how come (laughs) How come that guy's here? He looks like he did something and they're just like, yeah, we didn't know where to put this motherfucker. Like there's a whole bunch of people that are just like in between. They're like they didn't do the toe, they didn't do the fucking finger, they just went, fuck this, I'm out. I choose to not take the money. And they fucking, they tap out. Somehow you're in that pile of people, but you did both fucking things or like more than what they asked. It's like, it's like, it's like you want approval from them. So you're like, I'll do better than that. I'll cut my fucking finger off. (laughs) Dude, if you're going to cut your fucking thumb off, why wouldn't you try with a fork first? And if the pain got too much, then cut the fucking thing off.
1: Well, I'm a pragmatist. Yeah, it's like it's like, a, that, it's like
0: you're you like the guy that wants to be in the gang so bad you fucking do more than they ask. <laughs>
1: <laughs> but I, I, I'm because I, I know this has become a staple yep. question of the, of the podcast. I'm surprised no one has ever suggested this. Yeah. You just you I, chop, you chop it off, and then you do the task required, and the pain you experience is just the chopping. Which yeah. and and your body your body goes into shock, and kind of ironic that an ambulance just. Yeah. I don't, I don't know. If if, if this was
0: streaming live, I would think that someone beat us to it. <laughs> 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 Like, someone else is just going, like, oh, man, well, I'll fucking prove you're both wrong. Oh, man. Yeah, uh, dude, that's that's legit. I feel like I've gotten a different response from everybody, which is good, because that means that the question is hitting different parts of the, of the response.
1: I, I remember listening to the first time you asked Kai yep. that question. And I think you prefaced it by saying you can feel this one. <laughs> um and and I was like, Where's he get? Go- where's he going with this? Where's he going? And and then you gave the two options and I was like outside my house and I was next to a brick wall and I was envisioning the toothpick and the toenail, and I was just like, Oh god, what would I do? Yeah. It, it's,
0: it's it's fucking uh, intense, dude. Um, but, yeah, man, um, that's our fucking hypothetical section done, and that concludes the second part of the podcast, man.
1: All right, well, I hope I've, uh, given a new perspective on the options available for, um, the toenail and the, uh, thumb.
0: Yeah, dude, no, I fucking dig it, man. I, re- I reckon you've, um... I think it's that one and the uh, a couple of the other ones that we've got are going to become more standard questions i i like I like the response this one gets so fuck yeah it's been good to uh good to hear your fucking perspective on it man
1: All right well dude, as always, it's absolutely an honor um I appreciate it. Yeah, no, Thank fucking for, thanks for
0: being on. That wraps up the end of the uh, the second part of the episode with you, man. And uh, we got a good hypothetical questions and answers there. So, fucking, if, if anyone else has any hypothetical questions they want to send me, flick them over to <laughs> m- Marky Worthington Comedy at gmail.com. Um, as well as any other questions, I know that I did a um, part with Ross before where we spoke about... Um, the online reviews. Any cool online reviews? Send me the links um, and the bits you want uh, me to look at um, to the same email address. And also the um, the other part is the the new section of the show, which we haven't done yet. Um, which will be the um, the questions for the show. If anyone has any advice questions they want to um, be answered or um, anything like that, I like random questions. Life advice, anything like that. That's going to be a new section that's going to be coming to the show. So once I get enough of those, I'll do a full episode on it. So send those through. The email address is Marky Worthington Comedy at gmail.com. And if you forget that, um, there's a uh, link in the Im- on the there's a link in my um, description on my social medias as well. So yeah, thanks for fucking being on, Ross.
1: Yeah man, good times it's always good to talk to you. Uh we always have a good laugh and talk about some, some dark stuff and some fun stuff and it's a crazy time right now and it's good just to have a chat about stuff that wasn't, you know, political or Yeah, you know, anything like that.
0: Even just even if it was, it's fucking to somebody else, which is is just that fucking human contact that we all crave. Yeah. Eventually, but yeah, fuck yeah. Um, thanks for being on, bro. Fucking talk to you next time.
1: All uh, right, dude. I love you. Cheers,
0: man. Fucking love you too. Uh. How would you like to feel that the best part of your Friday night was the lowest point of their life? <laughs>